Hey everybody, this is Jess from the Keto Fit Weight Loss Coaching for Women. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that it was actually originally recorded as a video. So please pardon any repetitive introductions and or any kind of reference to visual aids. Be well and enjoy. Hey everybody, good morning. I'm Jess. Welcome back to the Keto Fit Weight Loss Coaching for Women. I'm so glad you're tuning in this morning. I help women uh, lose weight and overcome emotional eating with a keto diet and mindset and motivation coaching. And today I'm here with you to bring you some Wednesday wisdom. I want to share with you guys a quote that has really impacted my life and I hope that it will for you too. Uh, So I try to hang out with you guys live most weekdays and sometimes we focus on something a little bit more concrete like a practical step that you can take to be more successful with keto and sometimes we just talk about mindset stuff so that's what we're going to focus on today and the quote that I want to share with you guys is not so much a, a direct quote from a particular person but it's actually more of a quote from thousands of people so um have you heard of this book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. It's written by Bronnie Ware, who was a hospice nurse who sat with thousands of people on their bedsides and listened to their regrets and realized that most of what people were expressing kind of um, ended up falling into one of these five categories. But the number one regret of people at the end of their lives was this. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life that others expected of me. Wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not what others expected of me. I don't know about you, but this, every time I hear it, it just breaks my heart. It hits me like right here. And it makes me reflect on myself, but it also breaks my heart for so many people who um, it was too late for them. They did get to the end of their lives and they realized, looking back, I wish I would have done it differently. I know I could have done it differently. And yet, I let these dumb things just hold me back. Other people's opinions. I mean, it. I don't know about you, I've struggled my whole life with being a people pleaser. Um, and it's normal, right? Like, we should normalize it. This is not something that, um, you know, it's rare to struggle with. Pretty much everybody struggles with this. I mean, it's, it's the top regret of dying people is that um, they just kind of forgot about themselves and put themselves on the back burner, whatever it was, the passion, the dreams that were really burning in their own heart, and they just let that take a back seat, even though it was the thing that mattered most to them, to things that they realized didn't really matter that much in the end. And, you know, I've had that in my life. I've uh, been way too afraid. I've been afraid of other people's opinions, um, real or imagined, Um, Most of the time, it's not even really a specific person. It's just kind of like this invisible audience they that we have created in our minds of what will they think, whoever that is. Um, And I find especially if you're part of like maybe a religious community, that can be something that you're worried about even more. But this is normal, right? Throughout all of time that humans have existed, we um, probably have been conditioned to have this tribal mentality of, Um, I need other people to survive, therefore I need to fit in with the group, don't make any waves because, you know, throughout social history, people that have, you know, deviated have been socially outcast and, you know, maybe cut off from important resources that they needed to literally survive. 
Um, but over time, we have evolved um, socially and intellectually and spiritually. I believe in, you know, that we're constantly growing and changing, even from a social consciousness perspective. And so now here we are um, living in a time of more resources than we've ever had. And, you know, the likelihood is that um, if you upset certain people, you will still survive. I mean, literally, physically still survive. It'll be tough to deal with, but your survival is not actually at stake here. Um, and yet it still feels like it is. It feels like it to our, our reptile brain or our toddler brain, you know, that we all have. It, it's just kind of something that we have to work really, really hard to identify, think about, and ask ourselves, is this true? Can I overcome this? So I know that right now, some of you listening to this are probably, um, you know, literally very specifically you have in your mind, like, I know exactly what it would look like to live a life true to myself. It's not this, it's this other thing. You know, you know what it is that you want to do. You have that specific dream. You, um, you want to go get that degree. You want to start that business. You want to, um, you know, get married or get unmarried or you want to start a family or whatever it might be, you know, um, what it is that is knocking on the door of your heart and you keep pushing it off. Other people, I know that you're listening to this and it's just been so long that you have been putting yourself on the back burner in a season of self forgetting or self denial. Um, that you are hearing this and you're like, I don't even know what that would look like anymore. I don't even know. I don't even know who I am anymore. Um, and so what would it look like to live a life true to myself? I have no freaking clue. And so, you know, especially if you're in, been in a season of, um, being a caregiver, maybe for a young child or an aging parent that can really do a number on you. And, um, I want to encourage you guys with some concrete baby steps that you can take today to identify, okay, well, what would it look like to live a life true to myself? If that's something that you can't even, um, conceptualize right now. So here's what I'd like you to do. Um, there are some free personality tests online. I talk all the time about how much I love, you know, personality assessments and just getting to know yourself better because there's so much power in self-awareness and how can you love yourself if you don't actually know yourself, right? So that's the first step is identifying, okay, here are some tools that I have that can actually help me be more aware of who I truly am, how I'm wired, how I'm gifted. So here are three different fun personality assessments that you can take. So the first one is called 16personalities.com. That's the numeral one, the numeral six, personalities.com. And that's just a fun personality test. It's kind of based on the Myers-Briggs if you've ever taken that before. So um, it'll give you a personality type and it'll tell you all sorts of fun stuff about um, how you're wired, how you kind of function in relationships, what types of jobs or careers you're best suited for, um, and what kind of parent parenting style maybe you have and so on and so forth. So um, take some time to, to do that one. It'll probably take you, maybe that one's about like 10 or 15 minutes long. Uh, another one that I love is a values assessment. So it helps you figure out, okay, what are the things that are really important to me in life? And so that one is called VIA, that's V-I-A, character.org. And I love taking that one because it really helps you, um, again, identify what's important to you, what's, 
what are the top values that you hold and your character strengths so that you can start to lean into those things and ask yourself like, okay, am I living um, a life right now that is in alignment with what I actually value? And then the last one is called highfivetest.com. That's the word high, H-I-G-H, the numeral five, test.com. And so this one is more of a strengths uh, assessment. So it'll tell you what you are awesome at, your top five strengths. And so those are uh, three very practical things that you can do today or this week to start to focus more on uh, who you are and what you like about yourself and how you can actually live a life that's true to yourself instead of the one that other people expect of you so that you don't get to the end of your life and look back with regret. So um, some kind of exploration exercises that you can do after you take these test results because it's not, it does, really does no good to just, to just be aware but not actually do any work on it, right? So write down, the very first thing, write down the things that you read that you actually like about yourself. And when you have some time, maybe this upcoming weekend, to spend about you know, 30 minutes by yourself, um, get out your journal and ask yourself some of these questions. Where do I feel out of alignment? Based on what you've read about yourself, that you like about yourself, maybe the healthiest version that you could be, where do you feel out of alignment with that right now? Where are you not being true to yourself? Where do I feel resistance in my life? Where do I feel resentment in my life? Anger is usually a very important emotion to pay attention to. It's not something that you need to be ashamed of or shut down or think like it's not okay to be angry. Um, it really helps you to tune in to what you what, what your inner knowing is really trying to tell you. Where do you feel resentment? Really lean into that because that's an area where you're probably not being true to yourself. What would it look like to live a life true to myself instead of what others expect of me? Just start to write it down. That's the first step. You don't have to act on it. Um, don't get too ahead of yourself thinking, well, what's the point of even doing this if you know I can't change, I feel so stuck, yada, yada. Um, you know, I, I fully realize that right now some people are listening to this and just think that this is maybe pointless because you feel so stuck. You might think to yourself, what does it matter what I dream? I'm a single mom, I'm working three jobs, I can't change anything about it right now, I just need to do what I need to do to survive. And you know, I get that. Um, that even thinking about changing your life somewhat comes from a place of privilege, right? But there's another great quote that I love and it says this, it says, if you don't like something, change it. And if you can't change it, then change the way that you think about it. So I've made a lot of changes in my life um, in recent years that I'm grateful that I was able to do. Um, I was able to leave my full-time job and pursue this dream of being a coach full-time, right? I was able to start a family and have a beautiful daughter. But even in doing the things that were kind of like goals that I had for myself that uh, felt more true to myself to be able to actually make that change and go do that thing, I can still get stuck in the mindset of doing it in a way that's not true to myself. I'm listening to other people's expert opinions on how you're supposed to run a business or how you're supposed to parent your child. And even though now I'm actually doing the thing that I said was what I wanted to do that felt true to myself, I'm doing it in a way or I have a mindset surrounding it that is not true to myself. So there were you know, a couple of years when I had that dream of I wanted to be able to leave 
my nine to five and pursue this other thing. And, but it, I couldn't yet, literally couldn't yet. We didn't have the ability financially to be able to do that. And so at that time I had to change the way that I thought about it. Even now I have to change the way that I think about um, what I'm doing and why I'm doing it this way. So if you can't change it, try to change the way that you think about it. Ask yourself, what would it look like to still be doing this thing that I know I will change eventually when I'm able to, but to do it in a way that feels more true to myself right now. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, this is a lot of the type of stuff that we do with mindset and motivation coaching. Um, so while we are actually taking concrete strategies to reach our weight loss goal in my coaching program, we're always connecting it back to self-care, self-love, and our bigger purpose. If uh, joining a coaching program is something that you're interested in, I would love to work with you. I'm a personal coach. Um, I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching as well as group coaching, but whatever format you choose, you always have access to me as uh, an individual uh, paying attention to the individual you, personalized attention. And I'm so passionate about working with women to not only um, become the healthiest version of themselves, but the best version of themselves in all areas of their life. And I believe that weight loss and becoming healthier is uh, basically the dominant know that knocks over everything else in your life. Your health is the base of who you are and when you are your healthiest self, you get to show up in every other area of your life as your healthiest and best self. So I would love to talk with you. I offer a free curiosity call. Um, it would only take about 15 minutes and it just gives us a chance to get to know each other a little bit better and I can tell you more about my coaching programs and answer any questions that you might have. So the big news is that I have a new round of group coaching starting up the week after Labor Day, and I would love for you to join in, but the deadline is September 1st. So please reach out to me as soon as possible so that we can get you um, all the information that you need and make you feel confident and ready to move forward. You can start one-on-one -on -one coaching anytime, but why delay? I would love to talk with you today. So send me a message and guys, I'll be back with you tomorrow and I'll be chatting with you soon. Take care. Did you know that I'm a weight loss coach exclusively for women? I work with clients one-on-one -on -one and in small groups. It's very personal and it's holistic. We talk about the practical and the personal, the habit changes and the mindset changes. It's a ton of listening to you and helping you unlock your motivation to do the things you already know, because of course everything you need to know is free on YouTube. Coaching is not just about changing behavior or habits, but changing beliefs, which means changing behavior for good. I would love to work with you. You can learn more about my coaching services at theketofit.com. In the meantime, I'll continue to serve you with free helpful content here on the podcast, and you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at theketofit. Remember, you're allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. See you next episode.